Hello and welcome to Wake the F*** Up, a podcast about conscious living. I'm your host, Madison Palika, here to explore with you a holistic, healthy, and ethical way of life to help you gain awareness and self-empowerment. I hope to awaken humanity to the reality of the world as well as their own creative potential. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. Hi guys, wow, I am so super mega excited for this episode today. This is a response to, I believe it's episode number three, um, Cancelled, why I cancelled myself, and this is just a little update on what I've been experiencing since then. Um, And I'm literally so excited, this is the first episode that I've ever had notes. Like, I actually have structure to this, I have things that I've been really wanting to say and wanting to talk about. And I, it's like two and a half pages, almost three pages of stuff. So I don't know how long this will go, but I, (laughs) I've been feeling like a modern day pastor. (laughs) And I just like, at the very top of my page, I was thinking like, imagine what the world would look like if instead of the things being in the mainstream that are like these false light deceptive spiritual practices like what if it what if it became so cool okay to be talking about Jesus and the Bible and God and like sin and like (laughs) imagine Like, that's becoming a cooler thing to do. And imagine what the world would look like if that was the mainstream. Like, if it's not astrology and your zodiac signs and doing twirling rituals outside under the moonlight in the leaves, you know? Like, what if that wasn't mainstream and it was just all this really, like, seriously relatable stuff about Jesus? And I feel like it's starting to happen. Okay, so and this is an update since canceling myself. I have been listening to the Bible on this app called Cornerstone. Please look it up and download it, Cornerstone Church. And then you click on Archives, and then you click on Weekend. And then I just started from the very top of the book of Genesis, and I have made it down to Deuteronomy. Um, and he goes, he usually goes like chapter by chapter, and he has really specific teachings and he's very good at reading between the lines and making it seem like personal and relatable and like really throwing you into that situation um he breaks down words in bibles like you know how different bible translations have like different words he will look at the different words in each translation And so you can kind of see, like, they're usually pretty similar. They're usually, like, pointing towards the same thing. So that was, like, something that had turned me off about the Bible was, like, oh, it's been translated so many different times, and there's different versions. You can't believe any of it. It's all a crack of crap. But it's not as much like that as I thought. And so Pastor Gary will... (laughs) tell you like the translations he'll tell you the Hebrew word sometimes he'll tell you the Greek word he'll tell you the difference between the King James and the NIV versions and it's really really interesting um but so I have seriously just been in the process of purifying my life and I 
I'm actually seeing like real physical changes just in like my lifestyle and my behavior. And it's coming about from this inner spiritual, like foundational shift. Um, so in that last episode, the canceled episode, I was canceling my book, Make Your Own Magic. Literally hasn't even been a year since I published it and I'm already canceling it. I had just canceled. I was doing an audiobook and I just stopped in the middle. But I didn't cancel Heart Math. And I also went on to take a section from my book, Make Your Own Magic, and turn it into an online course called Heal Your Mind. And I think I could tell, like, I was worshiping more, like, the God of money than the actual God. And I was like, hey, you know what, God? And I asked for a specific sign. I was like, if this course flops, I will stop. Like, I will give up completely on the book. I will not continue to make other courses. I will totally get off the path of this self-healing stuff. That's really what was at the core of it, was like the self-healing and not asking God for healing. And I was like, ah, I just don't know if this is right, but I know this stuff is still really good and helpful. So if I do this and it totally flops, then that's my sign and I'll give up and move on. So it flopped and I am like starting a new path and I, this only really became clear to me probably a day or two ago. And I say again, modern day pastor. And like, it sounds so incredibly lame, but I have just been realizing how powerful it is to be sharing God from a beginner's perspective. Like to be going through the Bible and learning all of these stories and concepts for the very first time really, and to be sharing what you're learning and how you're taking it and how you're applying it and then seeing like, oh, this is the way that is changing my life. Like, that is so incredibly powerful. And it's cool because I feel like, I think I say this in here somewhere, but you just like don't really relate to the old men pastors who have been doing this for years and have these stories memorized like the back of their hand. Like, it's so nice to hear a different perspective of like, hey, I'm totally new to this. I don't know anything that I'm talking about, but I'm going to talk about it too. And then if you're a beginner as well, you don't have to feel stupid because look, I'm, I'm feeling the stupid for you. I'm asking the dumb questions. I'm, you know, all the above. But I am seeing like a whole group of people transform. And, you know, all of these people who were in the same self-serving type of spirituality that I was and learning about Buddhism and Hinduism and New Age and all this different stuff, doing rituals and crystals and affirmations, like all of these people have totally started to transform. And one of them, Aaron Rose, please follow him. I will put in the show notes all of the best Instagram people to follow who are on this journey. But I shared on my Instagram, follow this person, and he replied to me, and he was like, hey, I love the way that you're sharing your truth, so, uh, like, fearlessly, it's really empowering, and God is just building his team. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? It's so true. And I've had different people that, like, I would have never really expected have reached out to me saying, help, like, I'm going through this transition, too. 
I'm so confused. I like seriously, so many of us are traumatized from growing up in the LDS church. And I mean, no matter what religion you grew up in, I think that you start to get kind of bitter or you like you have bad experiences and it makes you want to discredit the whole thing. Totally get it. But these people, like these very people who have hated religion are like, wait, I kind of feel like it's like Jesus is the guy, but what the heck? I've hated this for so long. What do I do? But it's really refreshing and it's beautiful. And I've just been feeling like there is no higher purpose than to connect with and to share the love, beauty, and goodness of your creator. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't, I personally don't feel that there is any higher purpose. And like, all that I want in my heart is to be good and to live a good life and to be someone that people look at and can see, like, she is good. She must be walking with God. Like, I want to be one of those people. But so, yeah, my new path, I definitely think that I will still be exposing Satan and deception and new age and, you know, the manipulation, the programming, child trafficking, satanic abuse or satanic ritual abuse. I will for sure still be talking about all that stuff. And what really turns me on to the Bible is how it is literally so applicable to today's world events like everything that I'm just now learning about and like being like traumatized by just hearing about it all the wickedness and darkness and evil and abuse and scariness going on in the world that I've never known about till now it's talked about in the bible like from the very beginning he's talking about child sacrifice and it's like whoa okay like it's it's talking about today's world even though it was written thousands of years ago it's talking about today and it's interesting too because when it comes down to it it takes into account pop culture and I've never really been one to follow pop culture but now that I can see it through a whole new lens you know of like CIA programming MK Ultra sleight of hand tricks um, like glamorizing sin and death, it makes me really excited because now I can look at pop culture and the things that people are so interested in for whatever reason. I can use this now to connect to people, but to show them like, wait, this is what you're looking at. This is not what you think it is. And it, everything, it all just boils down to good and evil. And how to navigate your lives in discernment. Discernment. Like, if you don't know good from bad, how are you supposed to make good decisions? How are you supposed to live your life in a way that is going to benefit you and fulfill you to the highest? Like, non-Bible discernment levels... Non-Bible discernment levels are zero, by the way, like, I never knew what to believe or what was right or wrong until I started reading and understanding the Bible. And now I'm like, oh, okay, it's so simple to look at the world and see, like, that is a person of God. That is a false prophet. It's very easy. And it's so nice to have this clarity and simplicity. 
So yeah, this is, I have written down, sharing this all as a beginner equals special. It's so special because the 70-year-old pastor is not relatable to the youth. And we, the youth, we're the ones who most need discernment because the future is in our hands. If we don't know what's going on and we can't see good from evil, how are we supposed to lead? How are we supposed to make good decisions? Like, especially when there is so much information and misinformation and purposeful disinformation, like, you have got to know the rules of the game in order to be productive at all and to have any idea what is right and what is wrong and what choices do you make. So I was, I was thinking about social media and how like, God is using people who are heavy in social media and have big like, pop culture followings to do God's work. Like, I was just thinking how relatable, genuine, modern, easy, like it's global, is social media and being able to share and like put into the collective consciousness God, like God's teachings, true light. Like in a world of false light, the true light is finally being put out there by people who were like had cult followings in false light. Like this is really, really powerful. And I was just thinking, like, God knows what he is doing. He is utilizing people who use things like social media and who are, like, well-versed in programming and, I don't know, like, exposing the matrix. Like, it's these cool, modern, young people who are all of a sudden coming out like, Jesus, God. And right now, it is not the cool thing to be a young person and be like, hey, do you want to hear about Jesus? But, like... It's becoming cooler. And it's like, God is literally like just the cool dad. He totally gets it. Like, who would have thought that God would give us Kanye and Justin Bieber? Like, two of the biggest, (laughs) biggest, like, there's not a girl that I knew who was not obsessed with Justin Bieber. And now he is praising God praising Jesus. He's getting baptized and sharing it on his social media. Kanye, he almost went Yandi, but he didn't. And he went to Jesus is King. Like he up leveled. He's Jesus is King now. Like who would have thought that God would give us these people like Kanye West, Justin Bieber. Like he is modernizing the body of Christ. He is adding youth to the body of Christ. And like it's becoming cool and it's becoming mainstream and it's just nuts it's awesome so I recently went through my September journal um today's October 4th so at the end of every month I okay well I do these things called the morning pages I might have already talked about these but every single morning I wake up and I write two pages stream of consciousness before I get out of bed. And I've been doing this for years now and it has absolutely changed my life because you can just see your thoughts and feelings in front of you and you can read back on them and make comparisons. You start to notice patterns and it's just like you learn so much and you start to accept yourself on these beautiful levels. 
Anyways, at the end of every month, I like to go back and read them because I don't read them through the month. I just write and close. So I go over and I read them and I just see like from a outside perspective kind of like what I've been going through that month and what kind of inner changes and like things I've been processing and I just learn more about myself and life and then from there I have a clear idea of like what I need to change what things worked well for me what I should probably stop doing like all these different things and I went through my September's diary wow I am changing, like, accepting Christ and, like, opening my heart to the Bible. My beliefs are flipping backwards so easily. Like, my political beliefs are flipping backwards. And, uh, I mean, just a year ago, maybe, I hated Trump with a passion And that was just my thing. Like, I just hated him. And I thought I was a good, a a better person for doing it. I loved being a Democrat. I thought that we were changing the world. We were awesome. So this is written in my journal, Stream of Consciousness. This is from September 6th. I was thinking today how right versus left and red versus blue really comes down to godliness versus wickedness. It's crazy, in all caps, crazy to me how culture can seem so normal if you're not versed in the word of God. Ah, And it's just like culture today. Culture is so political. Because of, you know, the MKUltra, the CIA... It's all programming and it's all very political. It's all very much propaganda. But it also, the bigger agenda is to lead people away from God. So culture promotes sin and worldly things. And it's tricky because the world calls sin good. Or other adjectives that it'll also call sin are things like peace, equality, choice. And if I didn't know God's character now, you know, and his words, if you don't know them, it is so easy to be tricked. So easy to be tricked. And what this makes me think of is this is uh, so controversial and it like sucks to be talking about it because somebody's going to think you're a bad guy. But I, one of the big reasons and like triggers for me leaving the LDS church was because of the gay issue. Like I absolutely wanted equality. I wanted these people to be treated well. I wanted them to be loved. I knew too many people who had families that would like totally disown them for coming out as gay. Like there's this extremely toxic culture in Utah and super judgmental Like, we have a very high rate of um, suicides, like, heavy, heavy opioid epidemic. So, I thought that my religion was wrong for not supporting gay people. And I would always just be like, if God made them gay, like, I trust God over than I do these people. 
but then you read the Bible and you start to see like God's original creation and the thing that the things that he condemns from the very very beginning of the Bible like in Genesis and like I obviously I still love and support gay people I have gay friends I don't you know I'm not saying that they're wrong I'm not saying they need to change I like I just feel like it has got to be so tough to be gay in a world today and you know how judgmental and rude and like unaccepting people are like I know that that has got to be really tough but also I know that that is not God's original creation God created man to be with woman and I mean you can see it in the way our bodies are designed we fit together you know each one really does have different roles not saying that men shouldn't be sensitive or have feelings, but generally women are more motherly and nurturing and guys generally don't really think that same way as women. Like there's a reason women are mothers. There's a reason that women and men together can create babies. Like that was the way we were created. And also I do know people who experimented or became bi or turned, and yes, I do mean turned, gay, because of trauma. Because of trauma. I know that trauma can change people and it can confuse people and it can make you feel differently and do things differently than you might have if you were not traumatized. And this makes me want to bring up Lohanthony. Because I loved Lohanthony. I followed him on Vine. He was this like spicy, flamboyant, gay boy who made Vines. And he was just hilarious and over the top. He recently made a YouTube series literally renouncing himself. And saying that he has given his sexuality over to God and to Jesus. And that he just... Like, he talked about this whole lifestyle that went along with him being gay, and it was a lot of drugs and alcohol and partying and, you know, just, like, being very open sexually. And he said he just wanted attention and love, and that's why he, you know, got on Vine and lived through social media and got all of his like attention and validation that way and he was just saying that it was a toxic lifestyle and he's found Jesus and he has given it up he has given up his sexuality to Jesus and like in the eyes of the world I might seem horrible and homophobic for saying or even insinuating that God can heal you of sexual sin because to the world it's like don't call that sin. Like, we're free to do whatever we want. Don't say God can heal you. I don't need to be healed. And I know that people are going to be like, I don't need to be healed of anything. Like, how dare you? Until the world's eyes, I understand. Like, that might look cruel and evil. But in God's eyes, he sees you standing up for his original creation and nudging a child of his towards home. Like, I would much rather 
be favored in God's eyes than be favored in this twisted, hateful, and judgmental world's eyes. For sure. For sure. And it's not just about gays. Like, this is about myself, too. I don't think that I would have blinked an eye to, like, moving in together before marriage, having sex before marriage. But now, like, I'm starting to want that for myself. Like, the waiting. Like, I see God's reasoning, and it's actually very clear-headed, and it's not restrictive like I used to think. Um, I have written in here, Culture has gotten people to believe that Christianity is dogmatic and or propaganda, but it's not propaganda, it's just values and a moral code. And... Like, especially when it comes to political views, I just have noticed that Republicans have more of the same values as the Bible, and Democrats are more progressive, and they're more trying to stray away from those traditional values, and it's just such a trap. Like, they get you by convincing you that they're being good and loving and accepting and equal, and it's literally just like Satan's glimmery facade. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I go on, I keep writing and I say, I'm also being revealed more of how godless spirituality is like the spirituality I used to be in and how it's very self-serving. I've been listening to the 10 commandments and they are so good. It's almost like a reminder that I do have a conscience and that God put it there for a reason. And it just started making me realize where, like, a lot of my desires were coming from. Things that, like, I thought I desired, but really the root of it was, like, greed or jealousy or envy. And just, like, this overall, like, it was stemming from lack. And it was, like, I just was feeling this not-enoughness, so I kept desiring more. And then I'd, like, see what other people had and be like, ooh, well, why don't I have that? And I'd try to do that. And so commandment number 10 is do not covet your neighbor. And, it, like, it's not even just only about comparison, dissatisfaction, envy, lust, whatever, but it's also about a lack of gratitude. Like, it's about low-key telling God, I am not happy with all you've done for me. <laughs> It's disrespect to the Lord by looking or by overlooking all of your endless blessings in favor of concentrating on the one thing somebody else has that you don't. Like that was, that was one of those deep realizations that it helped me have. Um, so another thing that I have underlined in my journal says... I sort of fear that my country is going to go to shit, dot, dot, dot. But I also trust God, so I'm not as scared as I might have been otherwise. If you've been following me, you know that I have been diving into human trafficking, satanic ritual abuse, like these really terrifying things. And you know I've been looking at politics, talking about China, about communism, about you know, satanic leaders, new world order, like it's really scary stuff that you don't want to deal with or think about, but I'm doing it anyways. 
And if I hadn't been led to the Bible, I probably would be filled with fear and dread and anxiety right now. But I'm not. Because I read the Bible, some parts of it. I didn't read it. I listened to it. (laughs) I've listened to some parts of the Bible. And now I realize he's known about this shit all along. And he is so powerful. There's absolutely nothing that I can do about this besides just talk about what God said. So I'm just going to go ahead and talk about what God says and give all of the rest to him. Because I know that me as one person, like, I'm not really going to be able to do much. Like, God has a plan. God already knows what's happening, what's going to happen. And that's that. So, like, I actually have nothing to be afraid of. So the next thing that I have underlined was I was writing about my dream and I was saying I don't really remember it, but as I was waking up, the one thought I for sure had in my head was about not listening to the devil anymore. Like truly just getting off of the path of sin and evading Satan. It makes me wonder why I may be sinning in life and not even know it. Today's culture has made sin so easy, normal, and cool. Like, before these Bible lessons, I don't know if I would even think twice before having premarital sex, moving in together before marriage, but now I can see the purpose, in all capitals, see the purpose of conservative values. Like, I'm purifying myself. I'm purifying my life. I am getting right with God. Like, I see, I see the stuff going on in the world, and I hear the people talking about how, like, like, there's even been a meme, like, all right, what chapter of Revelations are we living today? Like, I see what's going on, and I understand enough about the Bible to know, like, I need to purify my life, and I need to get right with God. Seriously. Like, I am getting right with God right now. I am renouncing the things that I've been doing that I know are not good. But I just did them anyway because I had zero accountability and I believed in a create-your-own mashup of God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it. Like, I had this faceless, meaningless God that I, like, false God I was worshiping that said, like, do pretty much whatever you want because it's what you desire and you'll get everything you want. And I was like, yeah. But now I learn about God's character and what God actually talks about and wants. And I'm like, shit, I really got to step it up, purify myself. So that's what I've been doing. And it's just interesting because it's like my heart is changing and I'm desiring to not do these things instead of maybe like back in the day when it would be like, I know I shouldn't be doing this and I should stop, but eh, I don't really want to. So I'm just going to keep doing it. You know, whatever it is, things like drinking soda when I know I shouldn't, or like being lazy when I know I could be doing something better, you know, using too much social media. But a lot of these things, like especially the sex before marriage or moving in together, my parents would always talk about that stuff. And I think it was like dumb because I always thought in my head, like I'm for sure going to live with someone before I have to attach myself to them for the rest of my life. Like, I'd rather have some trial runs and practice, you know, but now just like listening to the Bible and the reasoning behind it all, it's like, I see the purpose 
of these conservative values and I like see why they work like there's so many statistics in the world like divorce is going up everything's getting worse and we think that we're being so progressive and like changing things for the better but I don't know if that's necessarily true so my parents always told me that I would grow up and I would turn conservative and I hate that they're right but it happened even earlier than I thought so I hope they're happy and the last thing this I have in all caps with a bajillion exclamation marks after I noticed a pattern in my journals and I say OMG this is going to blow your mind and I started noticing this pattern after a while and I would start underlining stuff but the pattern is is that I would wake up in the morning and I would write and I would say last night I fell asleep talking to God or I fell asleep in prayer and then I would say as I was praying I started to realize or as I was talking to God I had an epiphany immediate answers guys I was praying and getting immediate answers knowings no question about it knowings epiphanies realizations during prayer repeatedly and they were repeatedly big enough things that I would write about them the next morning in my journal because I would fall asleep after this would happen. Okay? Like, <laughs> that's magic. I was praying and got immediate answers. Pray. Seriously, pray. <sighs> so I underlined a couple of them. There might be more. But the first one was I had been praying, talking about with God that I was feeling out of line and out of alignment with my business. And then I had the realization about social media and how one of my own lessons that I would always teach is that people try to live up to an image of themselves. You're living up to your ego. You're not being authentic. And I started realizing that I... My image of myself is my social media and that I had been feeling out of alignment because I was attempting to live up to my brand image, my brand. And I wasn't being authentic because I thought that I had to stick to my brand and then I wasn't evolving or expressing myself in the way I wanted to because I was stuck. That's big. And I got that like immediately in prayer. Number three, or <laughs> number three, number two, another, another, another one, another one, sorry. Number two epiphany, business shift, modern godliness. So this was again, this is later on, I was, you know, praying about how I knew that I didn't really want to be doing the same brand image that I had been doing and I was kind of not feeling jazzed and excited about heart math and all that anymore and I was just feeling blah and lost and confused so I went into prayer I talked to God about it and I wrote I had an epiphany 
and I just go into all the stuff about talking about how I genuinely want to center my entire life around God. Like, that is my genuine desire. I want everything in my life to be godly. I want to be a person holding hands with God. Like, I want nothing else than for God to run and be a part of every single aspect of my entire life. And then I realized I love sharing. Like, I I just love sharing. I love learning, and I'm always so excited about what I learn that I go blab it out immediately. And I'm just like, I realize, like, I am going all in for God and Jesus because I genuinely want to. My heart has changed. God has changed my heart, and all I want is to give my heart to God over and over and over every single day, every second of the day. And to be able to share that with people and to share like what happens when you do that with people and just share what I'm learning and experiencing. Like that's where the modern day pastor thing came in was it's like, I want, like, I'm so, what's the word? Evangelical. I think, (laughs) I think that's the right word, but that is so how I am. And that's how I was about spirituality. Like now that I feel like this is the truth and this is the way Isn't that what Jesus says? I'm the way, the light, and the truth. Something like that. Now that I feel like I have found the truth that I've been seeking, you bet your ass I am going all out sharing this. And sharing the ways that my life changes. Because it already is happening. My life is already changing. And it's changing because God is changing the desires in my heart. And I'm being literally purified. And it's just now at the point where it's starting to manifest in my physical life, where things are looking different. And it's still really new, so who knows where it's going to take me. But my third epiphany was literally me writing, wait, I feel like I get answers in prayer. Like, I had an epiphany of, oh my gosh, I've been saying I want to build a relationship with God. I want to know God. I want to know how he works. I want to know how I can be a part of him. And then realizing, holy cow, I have just, like just recently started genuinely praying to God in bed at night. That's how I fall asleep. I literally just fall asleep in mental conversation with God. And I realized, wait, I think I'm getting answers while I'm doing that, like real shit, getting answers while praying. (sighs) So I had that epiphany once in my head. And then again, when I looked over my journals and saw, holy cow, I keep writing. Last night I was praying and I got this realization. So I guess it's weird to hear still kind of even for myself, but I guess that this is my official declaration that I MP Maddie Palika modern pastor <laughs> seriously like it seems so lame like that's the best word I can say is that it seems lame and uncool but whatever I can be lame and uncool even though I don't think I'm lame and uncool I think I'm really freaking cool and fun. And I feel like I would be a cool friend. (laughs) 
but I want to praise the Lord. And I want to make following God my job, my main job, and sharing God. So I'm still taking it step by step. I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know where this is taking me. I definitely am still expecting more change and more inspiration. But I am just giving myself grace and giving my situation grace and letting things go step by step and just take time and letting myself process and shift internally like these fundamental deep 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 spiritual shifts and it's just so cool and I invite any of you to join me on this path because it is really pretty and if this is something that you've been experiencing or that you have questions about please reach out to me I would love to talk more to you especially if you live in Utah you know, anything that I've talked about in here, chat with me. Chat with me. Alright, I'm going to go now. I love you. Praise the freaking Lord. In Jesus' name, may we all be delivered from the deception in our lives. Healed from the programming. May we all feel God's love and peace and stop feeling like we need to earn it or just strive for it or to search for it but that we can just sit in it and feel it and may we all be able to humble humble ourselves and release the things that we know are not serving us and know are not serving god and may we all come into deeper closer relationship with you in jesus name amen Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you absolutely loved it and that you got some really good things out of it to apply in your own life. If you want to hear more, I'm really active on Instagram. My username is Madison Palika. I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, both under Madison Palika. So hit me up there. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Again, I love you. Thanks so much and have the best day ever.